Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. so much for joining us on Straight Out of Savannah. I am so excited to be here with my guest, Bella Jones. She's going to share exactly who she is and what it is that she does and how she can help you. So take it away, Bella. Thank you, Tammy, for having me here. I'm so excited for today's conversation. So yes, I am Bella Jones. I am a financial strategy coach. I help women of color who are ready to elevate when it comes to their financial future. So you're looking to, you know, improve your credit, learn about investing, savings, all the things to kind of, so you can build a generational wealth. That mm-hmm. is what I love to do in my business. Also, I do work in corporate America. Well, I did work in corporate America where I specialize in things like FP&A, which is financial planning and analysis, help executives manage their financials so they can keep their business profitable. And yeah, I've been in corporate 17 years, which is crazy to say, but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. That is so awesome. So how did you decide to start this business? What what was the driving force behind you, you know, deciding to start helping um, women of color, especially with their finances? Great question. So Bella's Credit Corner LLC started off due to my own financial journey. So we're going to go way back to, well, not way back, but 2014, I was going through my own credit repair journey. So I was in the process of purchasing a home. Um, I didn't have great credit, but just enough, right, to get approved for a house in that six point to 650 range, but I had great income working in finance. And so I was pre-approved for a home. I did, I had my inspection done. I put a $5,000 good faith deposit. Like I was buying this house. Mm-hmm. And then one day my loan officer says, Houston, we got a problem. Oh, so wow. it turns out um, my student loans were reporting 90 days past due. And so I have loans from undergrad and grad school and I never consolidated my loans. So I had like 15 different loans reporting oh, wow. past due. So as you can imagine, my credit took a huge hit. So my scores that already weren't that great, literally tanked. So my lowest score was like a 498. Long story short, the whole house deal fell apart. And it was really devastating because like my kids had walked through the house. They had picked their bedrooms. I'm telling everyone, yes. this house, right? <laughs> I know how that stuff can go. <laughs> so now I'm back at square one. And it was so devastating. So now I'm like, okay, I have to kind of put my big girl pants on and figure out, well, how can I get myself out of this credit hole so I can buy a house, right? I grew up in a home. Uh, My parents emigrated to this country. My grandparents bought a home. So home ownership was always something that I knew I kind of had, I wanted, but I also grew up in it. So I didn't know anything else, but being a homeowner, right? Right, yes. So that's when I started working on my credit. And it one of those things where I felt really embarrassed because bad credit is something that no one talks about, right? We always just talk about good credit, but bad credit, it's like, like taboo, like ooh, <laughs> bad credit, right? You well, you don't want like, nobody to know that. Right, and when someone said I have bad credit, I'm like, ooh, what's wrong with you, right? right. And I felt shame, I felt embarrassed. I was kind of doing it, on my own by myself because I didn't have a place to really turn to. 
Yes. So it took me two and a half years to work on my credit. And I did all the things, making payment arrangements, paying things off, pay for delete, but also having to save up for a down payment. Now, during this time, I was dating my current husband and we decided that we would now buy our next home together. Yes. So cause he was ready. Like he had the credit. He, he was good. I, I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was the problem. <laughs> Um, so by fast forward to 2016, credit was excellent in the 720s. Um, we had enough money for our down payment, bought beautiful home where I am now in Long Island. And it was like so amazing. Like going to that closing table, I knew how hard we had to work to get to the closing table, not just my credit journey in itself, but the down payment, you know, the down payment, the closing costs. We didn't qualify for any assistance mm-hmm. because of our income. Income was too Hi. Yes. <laughs> so after going through that journey and moving into the house, I felt so accomplished. And then just one day I was like, well, if I went through this, there have to be other people, right? Who are going yes. through something similar and probably felt the same way I did in that they felt alone. They felt they were trying to figure it out on their own. So I said, well, how can mm-hmm. I be that person? Now, of course, as all people, we have these good ideas and we just sit Yes. <laughs> on them yes. so I launched my YouTube channel like two years later in 2018 and mm-hmm. so I didn't plan to have a business to be honest I just wanted to like be a YouTuber and get AdSense revenue <laughs> and just be YouTube famous um, <laughs> right that was the mission that was the assignment but of course God has a way of changing your plans when you have yes. the best late ones right um so as I was creating YouTube videos and just to take it one step back, I wanted my channel to kind of be a two, to cover two parts, right? So once I had great yes. credit, we were able to get into this credit card hobby of traveling using points and rewards. That has been life-changing. We can talk about that a little bit later or maybe a secret interview. I don't know. But it was like, wow, like airport lounges, elite status, first class. And it was like, oh my God, like who knew this life? <laughs> but then I I who back- knew? Right. I didn't. That was like for other people. That wasn't for someone. Like, not for us, you know? <laughs> right. I'm, 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 not, I'm not a business person. I'm not. I'm rich. not Oprah. Right. And I'm so not the I'm president. Like, right. So now I'm like, well, there's this whole world of something that I didn't know about. How mm-hmm. can I run and go tell it right to my community? Yes. Because the people in those spaces don't look like us. It's you no. Know, I'm white men, it's Asian, they're, they don't speak to me, they don't look like me, they don't understand the things that, right, I go through as a Black person in America. Right. So I said, well, how can I bridge, be the gap to kind of talk to people who maybe you don't have great credit, but listen, on the other side of that, this stuff is here. And I can kind of help you get you from where you are to where you're trying to be. Yes. So that was the whole mission of my YouTube channel. And over time, it was like, hey, Bella, can you help me fix my credit? And I'm like, Sure. So then I progressed. I did credit repair for a little, well, quite, I think about a year and a half, two years, I did credit repair. Mm-hmm. Had to move on from that because I realized just fixing your credit is only putting a band-aid on the overall problem. So it's not so, enough. Right. We need the financial literacy, the budgeting, the money management, uh, the, the, the long game picture. See, so, so how there, much, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. How much do you feel like it's the fact that we don't have this normalized in our culture. Oh, 100%. Like 100%. hurting us. 
Yeah, that's because that's something that I was I was thinking of. And I was like, you know, nobody just sat us down and told us that because most of our parents didn't know, you know, or if they did know, they didn't know how to what to do, you know, how to how to fix that. Right. Or so for myself, I'll speak about my parents. So my parents emigrated to this this country from Guyana, which is in South America, Caribbean country. Mm -hmm. So they Uh were learning everything from scratch, right? Their parents couldn't teach them. So they were learning kind of as they were raising us, but they never really kind of took that extra step to say, well, hey, this, like I grew up in a house. I couldn't tell you at the time how to buy a house. Right. Right. No one, they, yeah. they never really kind of taught us what they learned as they were going through their journey. And right. then I remember turning 18 and people at work who are, you know, of all different nationalities just said, you need to have good credit. <laughs> and that's all they said. Like, that was it. <laughs> okay. How does that work? Right. And so no one kind of <laughs> sat me down to say, well, this is why you need good credit. This is how you build credit. This is how you maintain your credit. No one ever really talked to me about that. So I, like everyone else, kind of messed it up as I went and had to figure it out the, the hard way. And mm-hmm. the one thing I find with credit, like anything else, we don't care about it until we need it for something. Right. And by then it's usually mm-hmm. wait. It's like um, life insurance. <laughs> you don't need it till you need it. <laughs> Right. Um, So then during the pandemic, I pivoted in my business to focus on overall financial literacy. So I started doing money mastermind classes that covered all four topics. And then it's kind of evolved from there. And then um, so back to your question. So that's how I started just my own credit repair journey, YouTube, started a business. And here we are. That is so powerful. (laughs) Um, I bet your parents are super proud of you. They are, but it's so funny when I started, they were like, what are you doing? (laughs) Because I don't have anyone in my immediate family who's like on social media or on YouTube building a business, right? You're Mm -hmm. kind of on Facebook to see people's pictures and life updates. And that's kind of it. And for Mm -hmm. a long time, I didn't really tell my parents that I figured like they wouldn't really like understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But now they're like fully supportive. My mom subscribed to my YouTube channel. You not only do videos there. Um, I haven't done one in a long time, but they're very, very supportive and very proud. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I say that because I went through that with my mom. But, you know, because first thing she was, well, you need to go and just finish school and just get your RN and, blah, 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 and go do an mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, but um, no. <laughs> right. You know, and it's funny because as I started in the in doing the healing work and all that stuff, then she actually came and she got some work done. I did some work for her and then she was telling other people and right. telling her friends. She told my cousin, she was like, you need to get that done because that's amazing. And, you know, all this. And then, you know, and after I started writing the books, it was a whole nother thing, you know, and so Beautiful. now she's like super supportive and she's not, you know, always telling me every time I talk to her, you need to go finish school, you didn't win. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to do it. <laughs> that is not my assignment at this stage. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I'm not. That's not why I'm here. I was like, yeah. I am here to help people to heal. That is why I'm here. You, you know, not all this other stuff. No, I was like in all that, you know, working in these facilities and these hospitals and all this stuff with all that energy. No, it's rough. <laughs> Absolutely. That's amazing. So as you go forward, what do you see for your business going forward? Do you see, um, do you also work with corporations as well or not yet? So funny enough, um, <laughs> I do now have a consulting arm in my business. And so yes. in that arm, 
I'm going to be leaning in on my corporate background, particularly the FP&A um, financial planning and analysis, because every billion dollar corporation has an FP&A team, which is not your accountants. People always say, oh, accounting and finance. No, two totally separate entities. Accounting is helping you keep your books in compliance. They're helping you with your reporting. Finance in this aspect is your strategic business partner, right? So I, we're going to work together and say, how can we keep the business profitable? What so growth, need, right? Right, growth. What do you okay. need to support the current strategies and goals you have for the business? And so we're going to help you understand how can you maintain that or grow that while not incurring so many costs. When it comes to your revenue, what are you mm -hmm. selling that makes sense, right? You have to look at your products at the, well, revenue at the product level. You might be selling something and you're selling at a, at a loss and you might have some other money makers that, that you're not really focused on. So that's where your finance team kind of comes into play to really help you understand gotcha. the right revenue mix, expense mix, so you can kind of keep your bottom line profitable. So with that, um, I do plan to work with corporations and also small businesses and nonprofits. I do find that small businesses and nonprofits don't usually have a finance person per se. It's usually the CEO, the CFO, or the yeah. accountants really trying to fill that gap. And you really mm -hmm. should separate the two. When you're when you have your accountants, they're kind of like in the minutia of all the details. Yes. And having a finance person who's kind of like higher up looking at the bird's eye view to say, well, this is the bigger picture. Because we're not yes. engrossed in all the details. So that is the plan for my business going forward for 2023 to really help small businesses, nonprofits, and also larger corporations too. Um, when it comes when it comes to the FPA work. That's awesome. That that's that's actually kind of how I feel with what I do. It's like you know, I'm the, the bird's eye view for you because you're in the middle of all the stuff and you're already going yep. through the drama and all this stuff, but I'm outside so I can actually see, you know, right. that's, that's kind and of- be you know. objective, right? Yes. That's the part, yes. be objective. You're not like emotionally connected or tied to- Right, right, stuff. right. Do you find that as you work with these people that they actually do like take your advice and do it and grow or- have you found that it's difficult to help people change their mind or what, what, what does that look like for you? Great question. I love all these questions. So I have found over time as I have changed as a business, the kind of clients I attract are different as well. Oh, that's so, awesome. Don't mind my dog in the background. So no, no when, when I say that, when I was doing things, I hate to say it, at a lower price point, you find mm -hmm. people are less committed. So for example, with the credit repair, people were really looking for me to do all of the work where I'm really just your partner. Right. Right. I'm here. So partner. you're a guide. Re exactly. Right. There are things I was doing, right, per se, but of the other parts, right, you have to kind of do the work based upon what I'm telling you. And right. so you had a certain kind of clientele showing up, you know, for those services. And mm -hmm. some are great, but to your point, some just really weren't as committed to the process because they thought I could just work magic which of course you can <laughs> you're a magical uh, being right just boom 800 credit scores all around there you and, go right um, <laughs> so as I have pivoted what I focus on in my business I have a different kind of client that now comes to the table also I have more higher ticket offerings and that definitely is bringing people who are committed to doing the work, right? When you're paying $2,000, for example, for a VIP day, 
you're not coming to play around, right? You're going exactly. to you're doing all the pre-work. So there's, mm -hmm. always, there's always pre-work. And then you come into the, that VIP day because you're vested and you're ready to put in the work. And even once we're finished, you're doing the other stuff that's required after the fact. Yes. So since I've pivoted and changed, the kind of clients that come my way are very, very, very different. Um, some are more... Some work faster than others, but they're all now, they're putting in the work and working at the pace that works for them. And that's my goal is kind of meet you where you are. So you don't yes. feel overwhelmed. You don't feel intimidated. And you're going to just kind of see this, you know, through to the end. Yes. Now, do you work also with um, other people or do you only work with women of color? So funny you say that. So in my marketing and in my messaging, I'm talking to women of color, primarily black women, just that's mm -hmm. who most of my clients are. But mm -hmm. funny enough, you know, I'm not discriminating against anyone. I had a man book a VIP day over the summer. Wow. Total left field, right? Um, so to your point, I will work with anyone, but who I'm talking to and targeting are women of color specifically awesome i always ask people that when they target women of color because i had a friend she was like i'm only going to work with women of color and it's that and the third and uh with what she did she realized that she was going to be broke <laughs> so she started you know kind of opening up because i because she asked me and i said well to be honest i love my people i said mm -hmm. but i will work with whoever pays me <laughs> Right. So I, so I think that's a very valid comment that you're making and something that I've had to kind of really sit in with my own business. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Because I do find people have said, you know, our people always want things for free. Yeah. But people say I, that. For me, it kind of goes back to the messaging, right? When you're yes. talking to the right people and you're targeting the right people, having the right conversations, you're going to attract those people. So it's mm -hmm. going to be a smaller subset of people unfortunately but you are going to find them um i do yes. also find you know the way you show up your messaging your pricing again will of course attract a certain kind of clients um so like the man that booked the vip day my marketing isn't catered to him by any means but he followed me on social media he attended one of my in-person events and he was like i where, where do where do i sign to book how did that VIP work out day? though for you for you <laughs> Right. So I'm not, you know, going to turn anyone away by any means. Right. You know, because cash is king, money is green. Yes, it is. Um, but I do find for me, my passion is helping our community, women of color. We're always at the bottom of the totem pole. Yes. Right? We're always absolutely. excluded. We're always counted out. So absolutely. that is who I'm talking to because I am you. Right. Yes. When you see me talking, trust me when I'm saying, when, I, when I'm talking, I'm talking from experience. Yes. Things that I've gone through, things that I've seen with my clients. And so I'm not talking to everybody, I'm talking to you, sis. Mm -hmm. But if you are here listening and kind of catching the second waves, by all means, we, we can work. That's what's up. That is so powerful. <laughs> I, I love that because I know that, you know, in business coaching and stuff, people are always, well, you need to niche down and you got to do this and you got to do that. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so, but what I notice is that when you, you, just like you said, when your messaging is correct and you're talking to the people, then they'll start receiving it and picking it up. Yes. You know, and that was the thing that I had to get to because I was like, okay, I, you know, I just want to help people heal and that's what I want to do. And, you know, 
and I had to get get it down to where okay now you know this is this is what I'm doing I'm right. helping you connect to your soul that's where I am right you know not just all these other things and whatever this is where we are and this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it you know right so I noticed that when you start doing that and the people start showing up you know <laughs> wow right I also think for me my problem is I want to help everybody me too I want to help every single person but I've had to realize through my own experiences working with coaches that I am not here to help everybody unfortunately um and I well I guess I am and I'm not right the free content YouTube Instagram podcast all that's there to help anybody who wants it Mm-hmm. But the real work, the behind the scenes, the VIP days, the master classes, that's for a certain kind of person. Yeah. And right? that's perfect because the thing is, is like you said, we want to help everybody. When you start doing something that you know can help people, you you want to help them. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I just want to help everybody, but you can't help everybody anyway. Right. Because the only one person that everybody wants free. Of course. I mean, they'll, they'll grab my free meditations and all this stuff all day long. Well, they'll go on my YouTube channel and I'll send people. I'll be like, go to my YouTube channel. You know, there's, there's healings and meditations and all kinds of yep. stuff on there. Just get what you want, you know? So yeah, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, otherwise, you know, but then the other part too, is like, I noticed that people, <sighs> when you get some of that free stuff, a lot of times people don't do anything with it. You know, like your free PDFs and stuff, you know, like our little lead magnet mm-hmm. things and all mm-hmm. that, you know, and I, I'm guilty. I cannot say I have done some things with some of the things, but some of them I'm they inside of my email or, you right. know, or I, you know what I mean? Or they're in my, they're saved on my computer or something like that. Right. So I do, I do recognize also that really um, when the people pay, then they actually pay attention. Well, that too. And even with the free stuff, you know, that's a great way to get them on your email list so you can nurture right. them into something else, right? Because they didn't sign up yes. just for no reason, right? Right. They're here because they want the value. And so once you have the email, it's a great way to build that rapport, yes. that relationship, so you can kind yes. of nurture them into, into something, right? At yes. Yes. And I, I agree with that because I know um, you can't really just rely on these apps, you know, because they could be gone tomorrow. Or you could get your, hacked your like I did. Your account could be gone tomorrow. That's why I said, or you get hacked like I did. <laughs> 5,000 people got hacked. Which one? Was it Instagram, Facebook? What was it? Both. Instagram, I had 20,000, girl, and they hacked them. <clears throat> and Facebook, five. And then they started running scams and stuff on it. And I kept trying to reach out to people I knew to tell them, please block that, that page. Facebook, I would you know, reported it eight thousand times. My husband reported it. They don't care. Other people that wow. knew me reported it. They don't care, and they wow. still let these people. Because somebody actually reached out to me and said something like, "You got puppies for sale?" I was like, "You don't even know me because I don't even have no damn animal." I was like, "I don't want to take care of nothing but my husband." Right. Oh my god. You know, but yeah, I was like, you know, and then you know, because I that's how I knew because of course, you know, they blocked my husband after a while, you know, and blocked me. And okay, and so it's like people were on there selling game gears or something. I was like, I don't I'm not a gamer, I don't even know what right. that is. You know, Ooh. getting scammed. And so I was like, please block that page. I already told y'all to make that page. I said, now if you right. get scammed, that's on you because this is not me. Right. You know, but yeah, yeah, it was crazy. 
But that, so I, I learned that the hard way. So I definitely collect emails. <laughs> try try yep. to build that list, you know, because I'm like, e that's not your real estate. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly. You exactly. know, they could, because I mean, look at Twitter. Oh, was, um, no comment. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're going to leave that alone. <laughs> but uh, so as you, as you move forward with this, um, had you ever thought about doing something where you are focusing on like the younger people with the education piece? Another great question. Um, <laughs> so, because I think, I think you're like in my brain, Tammy. Oh my goodness. Um, so initially, <laughs> initially, no, I didn't have any plans, but now um, I've been in different spaces that have uh, where I've been invited to work on certain things. So the Urban League mm -hmm. of Long Island, I've been attending some of their meetings. And so we're looking mm -hmm. to partner to, you know, do some programs in some of the local high schools. And um, I also would love to do um, workshops to help parents of high school juniors and seniors prepare them, right, for either college or adulthood, right, whatever is after high school. Yes, yes. So those yes. Are things are in the purview. At one point, they were not the depth things that I am looking to do because to your point, you know, we do need to give that information to the youth. So I'm not sure in what capacity I'll be doing that, but it definitely is something that I will be focusing on. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at you and I actually saw you doing that. That's why I asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> one of my gifts, I'm sorry. Got it. Got it. You, you were here, you were in my brain, you knew it. <laughs> I was like. It's supposed to be, you know. Yeah, I do that all the time for free, and you know? I have to start charging. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, you're supposed to be doing so and so, you know. But yeah, I think that is going to be excellent because the kids need it because we're still doing the same thing, right? We're still perpetuating the same thing because we don't know. Our parents didn't really know, and you know, and my parents, they were professionals. You know, my mom's a nurse, my dad's an attorney, but they didn't know. Right. You know, they have bad credit, <laughs> you know, so they didn't know. So they couldn't, you know, teach us, couldn't teach yep. me, you know. So it's the same thing going around, you know, and I tried really hard to teach my kids. I did like I tried to teach them how to budget and different things like that and stuff, you right. know, but I taught them what I knew, you know, which wasn't a lot. So, right. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. So, you, so, so I think that is going to be like an amazing program. Thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. So anything, um, any last words or things that you want to bring forward to the audience, or is there anything that you are doing or, you know, like a program that you're opening up or anything that you want to share that you're doing with the audience? Sure. So I guess I'll take in that in two parts. So the one thing yep. I would say, it's never too late to start again. I know yeah. for a lot of us, we feel like, oh, but my credit is so bad, or oh, I'm <laughs> I'm 40 and I still don't own a house, or I'm 35 and I still haven't done whatever it is. You can always start tomorrow. Whatever happened prior to today, those are learning lessons. You took in your lumps, your bruises. What can you do going forward? Because it's never too late. I think about my own story. So 2014, I had my issue with the credit. 2016, bought a house. That is now six years ago. Yeah. So I'm like, if I never started, where would I be right now? My business yeah. wouldn't have started. I wouldn't be a homeowner. Yeah. And there's things I wouldn't have done. People I wouldn't even have met because of that. Yeah. So just 
do things today that your future self will thank you for. So just never think it's too late. There's always time. Things are always fixable and figure outable, if you will. Um, in regards to my business, so I have been doing in-person events. I hosted two conferences earlier this year in 2022 called Building Black Legacy. Nice. And these conferences were phenomenal. And so I'm looking forward to doing more of those now that the world is opening, you know, back up. So June of 2023 yes. will be my next in-person conference here on Long Island, which is New York. Um, outside of that, let's see what other new things I have going on. My website's relaunching in January. So excited about that. The website's going to yeah. be like a one-stop shop hub, if you will. Uh -huh. So podcast episodes, blog posts, um, just you know, nice. information and ways to work with me will be on there as well. Because to your point, what you said before, we don't own social media. Right. right. So to have real estate that's mine, that I own, my audience can kind of get all that information. Yes. Really the goal of that website. Um, my investing accelerator, the next cohort will be in April of 2023. Now that is a 10 week uh, program where we talk about solely about investing. Each week we cover a different asset class. Mm -hmm. We start with mindset and strategy. Then we go into stocks, index funds, mutual funds, cryptocurrency, commodities like gold, silver, um, platinum, right? We talk about NFTs, uh, real estate investment trust. And so it's really a great program to help that person who really wants to learn investing and mm -hmm. learn all the things. I find that for many of us, we're, we're going into investing like throwing spaghetti at the wall. We're yep. kind of throwing money in a 401k or an IRA. We're hoping to goodness gracious that something's going <laughs> to work. Yep. Yeah. Um, I remember doing a focus group. Was it last year? I think it was 2021. I did a few focus groups where I met with like 30 plus women in different sessions and they all had the same kind of thing. They're investing in things without any real understanding, whether it's the 401k, they're like, I don't know how I picked those investments, but they're there, but it's, I see, I see the balance grow. I see the balance growing. Doesn't mean that it's doing well, right? Because <laughs> they put in yes. more money in, yes, you're going to yes. be losing money, right? Yes. Um, they're investing in companies at a superficial level. They're doing things like I use Apple, so I'm buying Apple stock. I use Amazon, I invest in Amazon stock, which that's nothing wrong with that. But the goal of this program is to take it to that next level. Gotcha. So how do you vet a company before you give them your money? I, I use the analogy of getting a job, right? When you're applying for a job, that company is vetting you. They, you, they look at your resume. They look at your credentials. You'll do some interviews, background check, credit check, reference, right? All the things they kind of put you through in the interview process, right? To get mm -hmm. a job. Yeah, yeah. We should be doing that same exact thing as investors, yeah. right? What are the five criteria that you need a company to meet before you invest in them? Because you're giving this company your hard-earned money. You can't get a job and walk in today and say, give me a job, right? The company has to vet you. But most of us, we're just giving right. them the money for free without really vetting them before we invest in them. So right. this program is to really help you understand how to um, analyze you know, your investments before you make them and understand what is important for you as an investor. Many people don't even have an answer. When it, when it comes to like, where are you in this season that's what's important to you when it comes to your investing journey? Most people have no idea. What is your that strategy? That is so real. Most people have no idea. That strategy, like, I don't no. know, I want to be rich in a few years. Like, that's I need money. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
right. So the whole point of this program is to really help you be an educated and confident investor because the confidence piece <clears throat> is really important because when things go bad, like they are right now in this recession, Mm -hmm. You still need to have that confidence in what you're doing and you won't have it if you don't have the basic fundamentals. So we will be in our third or fourth cohort of this program in April. I can share the link with you after we end this live well, end this recording. And so that's, you know, that's everything for me coming up. And I'm really excited because it's really been um, a powerful journey just seeing how my clients have changed, how they think about money how they think about their investments. It's just like next level. And to yes. see where they started to where they are now, like it's it's beautiful. And I do find as a finance person, I think breathe and talk numbers, right? Mm -hmm. But most people don't. So my goal is to be that <laughs> bridge, right? To bridge the gap so you yes. can really feel confident. And I had one person say to me at a meeting once, a conference once, they're like, well, Bella, can I just hire a professional to do it for me? Yes, you can, but that does not preclude you from understanding the basics. Yes. Right. You still need to be able to talk to this person so they understand what's important to you as an investor. Yes. And also, how can you kind of question or challenge the things that they're doing with your money? You could never trust anyone blindly when it's your money <laughs> on the table, right? Absolutely. So hiring a professional, you still need to have some basic understandings. And the more educated you are, the more powerful mm -hmm. your conversations are with your advisor if you do decide to hire one. Yeah. So, so yeah. So let me ask you one more question and then we're going to get out of here. But sure. um, what is, can you tell me the most profound transformation that you have seen in any of your clients? Oh man, that's, there's so many. I could, who do I want to, who I want to <laughs> love that? I love it so many. Oh my God. I'm going to share this story because this one is one that's near and dear to my heart. So I had one client of mine who she had um, participated in some of my savings challenges and she took my financial freedom course. Now that course, I don't offer it currently, but it talked about credit, budgeting, saving, investing, and talked about the- So just like uh, basics. Um, no, it was in depth, but it was all okay. so self-paced course. I'm, re gotcha. I'm actually, that'll be relaunched with my website in January. Okay. Um, so she said to me, Bella, for the first time, this, this was two years ago, I am going into the holidays with money for Christmas. Wow. I'm going into the holidays where I don't have to skip paying my bills just so I can buy gifts for my daughter. She's like, I actually left my wallet at my aunt's house two weeks, uh, a week ago, and I wasn't even pressed to get it back because I kind of was good with money. So I was able to wait a week before I had to go and get my wallet. I was at my aunt's house. Wow. That probably sounds so minor to some people, but for me, like that is powerful. She's a single it mom is. raising a daughter. And she's like, I, for the first time in, since, since the beginning of time, I now have money set aside for holiday shopping. I've See, that's amazing. That's amazing because, I mean, I laugh because I know exactly about that. That's what I, Thank that you. was my Christmas shopping. I just wouldn't pay those bills that month and I would work yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would try to work a whole lot toward the end of the month. Yeah. That way I can pay those bills in January, double up yep. on them so I could buy Christmas. Yeah, I know. Yep. That was my strategy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as a single mom, I was a single mom at one point. I, 
I get it. I get it. You're kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're going into debt. You're borrowing money, right? Just so you can buy Christmas gifts. And to be at a point where she's like financially stable because she took the courses, she did the savings challenge and she was like, I'm, I'm good. That is awesome. That, I love that. that. That's what I'd like to hear. That's so powerful. All right. So this has been so good. I enjoyed it so much. I almost don't want to let you go. But <laughs> <laughs> these things can only be so long. Um, but I'm just so grateful that you chose to come on here and share with me today. And you can always come back. So just let me know when you're ready. Ooh, send me we can do this again. <laughs> we can do this again. It's all good. But um, so if you guys are interested in, you know, getting your financial life in order, especially if you're a beautiful woman of color, but like she said, she'll work with anybody that needs help. So um, reach out to her you know, reach out to her. I'll have her links and stuff in the description of the video, as well as the audio on, on wherever it's going to be, Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music is on all of those places. So all of those things will be in the show notes. So make sure that you are connecting with her because she's amazing. And I think I found her on YouTube, maybe, or maybe it was Instagram. I don't even know. I'm everywhere. <laughs> so probably right? one of those places. <laughs> right? I was like, I, I know I connected with her on one of those places because I got on her email list. So she amazingly is so responsive with the email list, I have to say, because I actually invited her to this show through her email. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that and, and so grateful that she's come because um, I actually learned a whole lot because, you know, I had that same story. I wanted to buy a house. And so I started working on credit and I actually got it to a point where we could buy the house and we did. And then I got ready to get divorced and I sold it, which was a blessing too. But um, mm. but yeah, so that's that's the thing. And most people don't know, you know, about credit, especially you know, people of color. We just right. we just haven't had that exposure and we haven't, you know, generally we don't have people that that know. <laughs> so so for her to be so well versed and so, you know, in this space where she can help you, it's amazing. So make sure that you reach out to her if you are looking for this. I mean, because I'm telling you, we all need financial literacy, at least to understand, you know, the credit process, because a lot of us don't even have a clue about that. We don't know the credit process. You know, we don't know about investing. And just like she said, we're throwing spaghetti at the wall. We're going on cash app and just investing in shit. We, we, uh, <laughs> we do. We hurt. <laughs> You know, and, and yeah, so, you know, and well, you know, I laugh because I've seen that so many times from so many people and heard it and I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. So I just think it's amazing that she's doing this work. So again, she has a YouTube channel. That's amazing. She's on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn too, right? LinkedIn, TikTok, podcast, everywhere you are, I am too. Me too. <laughs> that's why I tell people, I'm like, I'm everywhere you want to be. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we are going to exit out of here. Thank you so much for joining us, listening to us or watching us as it were. Um, and we're just so grateful just to have you here with us. And thank you so much, Bella, for joining me. This has been amazing. I love you. I'm going to have to definitely stay connected. Yeah, thank um, you for having me. Yeah, and we'll do some other things. I would love if you're doing doing events and stuff. I would love for you to think about considering me because I would love to come talk about intuition and business. Oh, all right. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs>
All right. So have a wonderful rest of your day, even night, weekend, whatever it is that you're catching this. And then also make sure that you like and share and you subscribe. And also make sure that if you are changing the planet and you want to come and talk about it on Straight Out of Savannah, I would welcome you. So again, thank you so much for joining us. Bye now. I know you've been blown away with the amazing value here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it on Straight Out of Savannah. Talking with Tammy.